urgency here today. I feel an urgency. Someone, someone's hanging in the balance right now. Come on, you need to go ahead and make up in your mind. Nothing's going to stop me. No one's going to hinder me. Nothing's going to stand in the way. I'm going to get a hold of Jesus today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I know Brother Trace announced it, but please don't forget Mother's Day next Sunday. We're going to have a good time, 10 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. We are blessed. Brother Victor Jackson is going to be preaching for us next Sunday. We're going to have a good time. And uh, please make sure you're here and inviting someone. We'll do our best to make it a special day and be accommodating. And, of course, we're going to be here for the presence of the Lord, but we're also going to honor our mamas. That's right. I want to read uh, Psalm chapter 84. I really encourage you, when we leave here today, read the whole thing. It's only like 12 verses. I'm going to read five or six of them right now. Oh, but it's just such a sweet, moving passage. So I'm going to read Psalm 84, verses 1 and 2, verses 5 through 7, and then verses 10 and 11. But this is a passage I sure hope all of you will read for homework. Homework, all right? Oh, I know that's a bad word. Psalm 84, verse 1. I'm going to read the New King James Version today. And this is what it says, beginning in verse 1. How lovely is your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. I'm just so desperate to be in the presence of God. My soul is aching. My heart is longing. I hope somebody feels that way today, that I want to be in his presence. I've got to feel him. I've got to experience him. I've got to have him. Uh, Verse 5, skipping down, it says, Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. Everyone say pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, everyone say Baca. Everyone say Baca. They make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength to strength. Everyone say strength to strength. Say, I am getting stronger. Say, I am getting stronger. Why don't you make that a proclamation? I am getting stronger. I am getting stronger in the name of Jesus. Verses 10 and 11, for a day in your courts is better than a thousand. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Oh, I hope there's someone here, and I feel it in my spirit. Somebody is here to get into the presence of God today. Why don't you just lift your hands right while you're sitting? Just go ahead and get comfortable in his presence because God's going to move. He's going to work. I believe he's going to speak. He's going to change us. He's going to help us. In the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus. Kind of a weird title for you this morning, but one of those words that I referenced is what I want to zero in on, and I want to call this uh, the battle over Baca. The battle over Baca. And I do not believe it is God's will for us to be getting weaker. It's not his will for you to backslide. It's not his will for you to turn back to the same sinfulness that he delivered you from. It's his will for us to be getting stronger. Can I get an amen? It's his will for us to be getting stronger. And I I just want to take a few minutes and talk about uh, that word pilgrimage that was mentioned because that's what we're on. We're on a journey right now. We're on a trip through this life. And my wife and I, we were supposed to be on a trip this week, and corona ruined it. (laughs) It ruined my trip, and uh, so we didn't get to take our trip, and I'm missing out on camping at Fort Wilderness at Disney World, really roughing it, you know, fighting off Chippendale and all of the Disney characters. But uh, the the one good thing, and, and I'm sure you can relate to this, but whenever you travel with children... There is a, a question that is asked nonstop. When you're on the journey, as a child, I'm sure you asked this, and as an adult, now you hear this over and over and over again. Time after time, they want to know. Are we there yet? How about now? Are we there yet? And, and, and the whining voice that only a child, the, the pitch that the dogs can hear, you know, it's just that where it just kind of curls the hair on your neck, you know. They have a way of just asking that over and over and over again because they're so excited to reach their destination. I just can't wait till I get there. And I sure hope we as the church are excited about going to heaven. I sure hope that's what you're thinking about from time to time. I hope you have a blessed life. I hope you make some extra money. I hope this life on this planet is good to you. But whether it's good or bad, whether you're rich or poor, really at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. What matters is where I'm going, and that is heaven. I want to walk on streets of gold. I want to pass through the pearly gates. I I want to be where there's no more pain, where there's no more heartache, where there's no more sorrow. I want to be reunited with lost loved ones. I I want to join the angels and sing holy, holy, holy. I want to see Jesus. I want to sit in his glory for all of eternity. That's what this is about. I've got to go to heaven. Peter told us we are pilgrims and strangers. We are just passing through this life. We are on a journey to eternity. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven. This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. The old song says, my treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. 
The angels beckon me. Come on, it's good over here. This is where you want to be. From heaven's open door. And I can't feel at home in this world anymore. You're supposed to be a pilgrim in this world. I'm supposed to be a stranger in this world. I'm just passing through this life on my way to glory. I'm going to heaven. I've got to see Jesus. I want to make it. I've got to go to heaven. I'm hoping I can shake you for a moment. Forget about the 401K. Forget about Disney World. Forget about the earthly relationships. And for a moment, you need to remember that we're not just living for a good 80, 90, or even 100 years on this this world, on this earth. This is about making it to heaven. And you can go to heaven. We can make it to heaven. You can go to heaven. You can go to heaven. It's a real place. It is an achievable destination. It is a place prepared for you and me, but you must make plans if you're going to go there. Everyone does not go to heaven. Everyone does not go to heaven. Doesn't matter who writes the book about it. Doesn't matter what people are saying about it. Not everyone goes to heaven. Jesus said in Matthew 7, 21, Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. Not everyone is going to heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have I not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out devils? And in thy name have we done many wonderful works. And he said, I will profess, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Not everyone goes to heaven. Not everyone is going to end up in that peaceful perfect paradise he said there will be people that say I know who you are Jesus there will be people that say I have done even miracles in your name but he will say depart from me I never knew you it takes more than knowing about Jesus it takes more than being a good person That's what the world wants to convince us of. Just be a good person and be the best you. That's a bunch of junk. You've got to obey the word of God or you will go to hell. If you do not obey the word of God, you will be lost for all of eternity. And it doesn't matter how rich you are in this life. It doesn't matter how good things go for you in this world. If you're lost for all of eternity, you lose. It takes being more than just a good person or even being a powerful person. You've got to be a saved person. 
You've got to obey the word of God. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. It doesn't matter what grandma says. It doesn't matter what the past traditions say. If it doesn't line up with the word of God, they are wrong. The word of God is right. I feel I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm trying to help you right now because you can't just do whatever you want and think it's going to work out. You've got to obey the word of God. You've got to live a life that's pleasing unto him. You've got to turn from wickedness and start living a life of righteousness. You must repent of your sins. You cannot live in sin and think you're going to heaven. It does not work that way. You must repent of your sins. You must be born again of the water. Be baptized in the name of Jesus. You must be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And you must live a life of holiness. There ain't a bunch of ways to get to heaven. There's one way, and it's through Jesus and the way that he says it's going to be. Don't matter who your parents are. Doesn't matter who your family is. Doesn't matter how smart you are. If you do not live by the word of God, you're going to be lost. Poor man Lazarus, and uh, during this life, the rich man is rich, and he's mean, and he's rude, but he's successful. But he dies, and Lazarus dies. And on the other side, though, the man, the, the rich man goes to hell. His riches do him no good in hell. The riches do him no good in hell. His power serves him not in hell. His status in society doesn't do him any good in hell. And in his suffering, he lifts up and he cries, Please, Father Abraham, just, just, dip, just send Lazarus and have him dip his finger in water and place it on my tongue because I need just a moment of relief from this torment. I know we don't talk about it a lot. It's not fun to say. But heaven is not the only possible destination. We must not lose the fear of the Lord, a, a holy reverence and turn grace into disgrace and think we can live any old way and do just anything we want. Just like there are gates to heaven, there are gates to hell. And I'm afraid in our attempt to reach everyone with the love of God, we have forgotten the fear of God. A reverence, a respect, a holy awe at the majesty of a mighty God 
that would stoop himself down to a lost humanity and reveal himself through the man, Jesus Christ, and take upon his back the stripes, shed his blood so that we could be saved. His mercy is real, but so is the judgment. In case you missed it, we ain't anywhere near notes right now. I'm telling you, but I'm just. <laughs> Jesus. Heaven is for real, and so is hell. The Bible describes the sights and sounds of it, the, the, the smells and the fumes and the heat and the flames and the darkness. It is not some place you want to end up. You can be saved, but you have to surrender to the will and the ways of God. Hell is a bottomless pit. <laughs> it's not a place that was designed for you. But if you reject the ways of God and embrace the ways of the enemy, that's where you will end up. Jesus. I don't think since I have been a pastor, I have preached a message strictly on hell. I don't think since I've been a pastor, anyone could, could point a finger at me and act like I'm up here preaching nothing but judgment. But I am telling you, just because I, I focus a lot on faith and the goodness of God, do not whitewash over hell. Do not sugarcoat hell. I don't care what TV show they come out with. I don't care how how uh, how light it might seem. Uh, there There is only heaven and there is only hell. There's no middle ground and there's no coming back from the pit of hell, I'm telling you, there has got to be a fear inside of us that recognizes that eternity is for real. And if you're not right with God, you will be damned for all of eternity for with, with the devil and his legion. Jesus. It's a real place. <laughs> and I'm afraid our generation has lost its, its healthy respect for hell. I'm afraid our generation has whitewashed and tried to do away with hell. But heaven is not a guarantee for everyone. It's not his will that any should perish. He wants all of us to be saved. But not everyone chooses. It's not a guarantee. It's an option. It's a possibility. And two roads lie before you. And you get to choose which path you are going to take. It's up to you. And I'm hoping that somebody will today turn from wickedness. Turn from worldliness. 
turn from ungodliness and begin to follow after the ways of God. I've never shared this in a pulpit, and I don't know if I should share it now, but as a child, I'm so thankful the Lord gave me this too. You know, I lived in a generation where church was a little harder, and I'm so thankful I was raised in that. Let me tell you that maybe they were a little too hard sometimes, but I'm afraid we're a little too soft sometimes. I had a, I had a repeated dream as a child. I was probably eight years old, and I'm telling you, it would happen repeatedly. And, and I remember having this dream, and I was walking the edge of hell. You can, and I might be completely wrong with, but this is how the Lord revealed it to me. And I, I walked. It was me, my sister, and my grandmother, and we were walking along the edge of this spiraling, this spiraling pit. And we were, we were walking up towards the exit. We were trying to get out, and the, the slipping of the edges. And you can ask my mother. I remember one of these, it was a Saturday morning. You can think I'm crazy. I was no more than eight years old. But this dream was so real of seeing people fall into a bottomless pit. Uh, as a child, I laid in a waterbed. Yeah, we had waterbeds back then. I laid in a waterbed, and for over an hour, I cried in this waterbed. And I said basically the same things over and over again. Jesus, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want my family to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want my family to go to hell. And I'm not trying to be a fear monger or anything like that. But we talk about heaven, and we talk about the blessings a lot. But we must not forget that just like there's a reward for those that obey, there is a punishment for those that refuse. And we need to make sure that we are ready to go to heaven. You ought to pray right now. You ought to cry right now. It's in the book. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. You like the love, you like the mercy, you like the blessings, but the judgment is there as well. And you can't just have it your way. You've got to follow his way. Jesus said, I am the door. I am the way. I am the truth. You have to follow after his will. You have to choose his way. You have to do it according to his word. You can't say, well, I'll do this, but I won't do that. You have to accept his word. You have to follow after his plan. It doesn't matter what book, it, oh, it doesn't matter what televangelist says it. It doesn't matter what preaches it. If it's contrary to the word of God, they are a liar. And the Bible says, let them be a liar and my word be true. I know this is strong. This is nowhere near where we were in the first service, but I feel a holy awe in this place right now. Somebody ought to turn their pew into a prayer room. You ought to turn your, your seat into an altar right now. Crawl up on the altar. Let the Lord strip away anything that would stand in the way. Let the Lord cleanse you. Jesus is reaching. You can scoff. You can mock. You can balk. 
<laughs> you can think this is ridiculous, but I'm telling you, this is in the Word of God. <laughs> Heaven is for real, but so is hell. People have tried to dissect it. People have tried to cut it out of the word of God and talk about the various terms used for hell, but it is a place that is real. It is a place that must be confronted. It is a choice that must be made in each and every one of us as we are journeying through this life. This is a journey. This is a walk. But you have to choose heaven as the destination. Come on, repent of your sins. Turn away. I feel a wild spirit of John the Baptist upon me right now.